0: Hi guys, welcome to the second part of our episode we did with Rich from Abandoned Ship. If you listened last week, you would have heard us talking at length about some pretty serious business, uh, but if you sit through some more serious business over the next 45 minutes, you might find a little bit of hilarity at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, and it's good. It's good. Not we're good, but the problem, the is, problem good. is The
0: problem is if the you, best, if you can make it through this episode as well, you will listen to the best problem we have definitely ever found from anywhere on the show. You will not believe what this is. So please tune in and we'll be back next week. Enjoy the second half of our episode with Rich.
2: Walk out the door, you see someone that you know and they ask you how you are and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand
1: I find so many people they work so hard right to get this money to live this life right mm. and then you know they get the house and mm. they have the baby and they get the car and they still seem really fucking miserable right and some people look at my life like you're saying like they're like what do you do and I'm like mm. yeah I write I write, I write articles yeah. and they're just like what is that, yeah. that? and I'm like right, yeah. but okay like the way I see it is like you have one life I want to like what I do with my day it's to me I'm hugely passionate like I don't when I see the next few years I don't see a baby I see a book deal (laughs) you know what I mean and I and I want to you know you were saying you It's you know after a certain amount of years you go you travel and you do stuff I'm like yeah that's what I want to get more tattoos and I want to see more countries yeah and that's to me, that's we, we
2: said that off the podcast when we were talking about our animals dying. By the way, just for people wondering what that was about. <laughs> that's that's how I
1: see the future, though, and that's. But so many people do; they spend so much of their life working towards these things that you're meant yeah. to have. That I'm like, but does it make you happy? Because see, at the end of the day, yeah. if it doesn't, then what the fuck are you doing it for?
2: This is what because
1: society is telling you to do that, not to sound like about, yeah, society, you know. Oh
2: we were talking about this last night, though I, I keep bringing up topics that we talked about last night, but I'm aware that I was incredibly drunk when you met me last night. Yeah, so I caught like I'm, maybe 40% of I'm, what you yeah, said I'm last night. Yeah, I feel like we had like really, we had really good conversations last night and you were just like nodding along to my drunk nonsense. But I was saying like, people at our age now have been doing all this and like in their mid thirties, they just get disenfranchised with their life because they're like, they're, they're not doing anything they love doing. They're just, they've been doing the same job by that point by maybe like 15 years living the same life they've ticked all those boxes Mm -hmm. and then they're just like the fuck am I doing and it's 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 kind of scary it's kind of like well once you've ticked all those boxes then what do you do ah well I've just got 30 years and then I'm dead Whoa, Sweet, and
1: yeah, I'll do all this fun stuff when I retire. I'm like, bitch. Yeah. What if you get hit by be, a bus? Like, to be like, fair,
2: we're doing the exact opposite of what we're talking about M like, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure, honestly, watching your kids grow up is the, like the best thing in the world ever. I, I like, I like, that's probably what you're doing for the well, next no, thirty I years. Well, it. <laughs> the same way, me. though. Yeah. Well, it's the
1: same way. Like, see, obviously, I have a twin sister, so watching her have a baby and do yeah. you see that, and let's face it, Christy's not even the most maternal person. I always talk about Christy on the podcast, and she listens. And she's going to be, a, but like, she's not like this pure most maternal person but seeing her of a kid and how much love she has for mm-hmm. her son it's it is a really kind of beautiful thing yeah and i can again totally appreciate that yeah. completely but that's just not what i like i can appreciate the beauty of dance and a ballet dancer <laughs> but that's not going to happen you know I what i mean appreciate and that's that. the thing like it's certain everyone has their own thing but Sometimes you know they, you know she bought they bought a house and they lived this life and you know I'm like does are you at the end of the day happier than I am? You know what I mean? Is that it? And that's ultimately I want to like I hope that when I lie on my deathbed, I have some sort of yeah piece that I've I'm, done things that I wanted to
2: do I'm really lucky I've had to uh, like since starting the brand I started the brand seven years ago in March coming mm-hmm. up and since then I've had the hardest years of my life but the best years of my life I've got to travel the world I've got to do something I love every day I've re found my love of art and I get to draw every day and yes. I'm, I'm really lucky that so I, I'm quite happy with what I've achieved But mm-hmm. I, there's there's a lot of people that who are listening now and like obviously I get people asking me all the time like oh wh- what do you do and I'm like honestly inaction is the enemy if you don't if something's not working for you, just switch it out and try, like mm. just make a, make a job. I know. And you know what? I know that it's, it's very easy for me to say that because I had a stable job at the time and I was, and I had support and I was able just to go, fuck it. I'm going to try this. Mm. And I know a lot of people don't have that option because um, of their background or, or they might have a kid and they have to, but I'm like, there's you you can try like I, a manuscript was started as a hobby for me to make some beer money mm. and then it grew into something, and that was a lot. There was a lot of so luck in that. What about
1: but, that? You you kind of touched briefly on that because right. do you kind of acknowledge the not even just the privilege you had like financially in terms of like having a job, but do you acknowledge the, the privilege that you even had? Like, you had supportive parents, I'm assuming there was supportive yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. When you,
0: when you started something, you didn't think this could end my, my, you know, this could bankrupt me, this could have me on the streets. No, not even just
1: that but just even like having the having the Ability, like, see when you don't have like a lot of people have no support system ever. They've never been told you can do anything you want, or they've yeah, never been told.
2: To, to be fair, I think I, I never really thought about it until like like recently, but I think it's pro like I'm thinking about it now. I, it was probably it probably helped me massively because I had the arrogance of not completely believing I was going to fail. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't understand what failure was I, when you were talking about like how you grew up. I don't understand that. Yeah, so like there wasn't a thing in my head that I went oh this. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, as you say, like, I, I could have banged myself and ended up in the street. That is a that is an idea in my head that I don't, I understand that it could happen, yeah. but I don't but understand But it's like, everything it. will be fine.
1: Yeah. Completely. And see that, because that's really significant, I I think, that people don't talk about it enough. Like, whereas that kind of everything will be fine, that sort of arrogance, mm-hmm. that isn't it is an na- element It is, it is, it is an arrogance, privilege. yeah. Whereas in reality, like, see, if someone, if I was to take a big risk like that, mm-hmm. I would just be I would go from instantly from like I would go instantly to like I'm going to be homeless I'm mm. going to like probably kill myself like it, there's no support net. Yeah, you
2: know I'm, I mean? I'm I'm lucky I've got support net on Amanda's side um with her mum and on my side with my parents I've got a, a good group of friends my business But even just how Columbia, you grew everything. up like I'm sure yeah, how exactly. you grew
1: up in a house where you didn't have to worry about your meat, your next meal so yeah. you were able to
2: like get- I, I went out I went into the world I left Dundee when I was uh, 18 and I ended up coming back to Dundee two years later and living with my parents again for a year um my sister Abby did the same thing. She went mm-hmm. to university. and She came back and lived with her parents. And we we had that luxury. But I'm sure even like that? when
1: you were young, did your parents like talk to you about your future or like help you with your homework or?
2: Oh, I never did homework in my entire life. Like I <laughs> gen- no, genuinely like it's it's actually kind of quite daunting to... that I actually I I thought about I never I've never revised or studied a day in my life and I've never done homework. It's like I was I was a shit. I managed you know to get a mean, B-B- B-B-C. Like,
1: like, did you ever like? Sorry? And, and, and I think anything. and I think that's something that people don't really talk about that often. Because yeah, like, again, I, it's hard for them to admit you know, that
2: you know privilege. What, you know what it was? I like I I was I was a kid that was bought a car when they were learning to drive, and I didn't even fucking learn to drive. And then the car got sold. Like I am that level of sh- like that's a sh- like my parents. My parents worked super hard to provide for me, but that doesn't mean that anyone else's parents don't. But mm-hmm. they they obviously wanted to make sure that we wanted for nothing. And I was, I would say I was spoiled as a kid, but like I, I, was, I was raised, I think, really, really well by my parents. Mm. They, like my mum and dad are my heroes. Like my dad almost put himself into an early grave working himself mm. like all all the time. But it wasn't until my dad um, had his stroke that my actual understanding of life changed. I stopped being a little shit and letting like, mm. them them fight my battles for me. Because like, they fought my battles, like literally, like they would fight my battles for me. And I I was just like, oh, I was an, an inseparable little dick. It wasn't until that where I had I lost a bit of that safety net mm. that I that actually went That probably would out. have been
1: the first time because that's the thing. That probably been the first time that you were like, out of "Oh shit, the world's real oh, and like, yeah. shit, well, shit can happen like that." It, tur-
2: it turns out that whole thing was has, has been a bit of a, a bloody crutch for my uh, mental well being. Mm. Like in later years, uh, I did a, I mean, mm. me and Martin, who's on the episode two, three of this podcast, three. We kind of went, we kind of, we kind of went through it. Um, and we kind of unearthed some stuff, and it was like that—that—that that, that kind of moment in my life was um um a a sort of turning point for me to kind of actually become like a a, a real human being in my eyes. But also, it created a really strong desire to always be in control of everything, and that's mm. what kind of caused a lot of my panic attacks. With was being feeling out of control.
1: Well, I think talking I about would, this, we should get on to your problem.
2: Yeah, you know it's a good segment, good segue,
1: right? Yeah, Dave, you've been very quiet.
0: I'm just letting women talk. I'm just lifting you up, you know, boosting the, the, the two, signal. The two, the two okay, girls so room. should we talk about... are being a good ally should over we talk, Should
1: we do Richard's problem first?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because you've got... You've, you yeah, said plus you're, it's you're, relevant. You said your last letter was uh, quite light-hearted, so it's yes. a good way to end. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, cool.
1: So, we're going to have a, a problem live.
2: Live problem. Woo! Which I love the idea of that. I know we need to get a phone line. We need to get like a, like a would fashion, yeah. a lips phone, like
1: Hello. yes.
2: I'll, I'll 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 say now, like if someone like if you get a question asked and like they're not anonymous, then you should actually get them to like send in a voicemail so you can play it uh, on on air. That'd oh, be really that would cool. be amazing yeah. too. But we cool. have to like lie on
0: the floor with our legs crossed behind us and like play with our
2: hair. When oh, we listen the to it? the boyfriend phone. What's yeah? What's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a good. I can see I can see that like uh you know that. Uh, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, where he's like got his like little fluffy slippers <laughs> and his like nighty on, kind of dress, dressing, dressing kind of thing. Uh, like a, a clothing brand or like a makeup brand did like a, a collection with that on it, and it was super cute and girly. I could see you wearing like wearing that with a phone, like that should be like the I'll banner for that. Yeah. yeah,
1: that I yeah. mean that would be iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's also a bit in a Steps video when H from Steps is doing that, and he like annoys the fuck out of me for like some twirling reason. Twirling
2: the wire around his finger, I,
1: uh, just because H from Steps is annoying.
2: Yeah. I, 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 uh, I could just see it, Dave because he's got, he'll have his wee hair in a bow and a bun and a bun, a wee bun on top. Cute. <laughs> um So, how, your problem? Yeah, so, what, so what it's, a, this a, it's a week of heavy hitters. <laughs> this is a pretty. I know. A bit, like, this is, a this weird, is this is, going to be a weird format. This it's is. Uh, two
0: episodes, a lot of fucking serious business happening. Yeah, because. I have made zero jokes about my diarrhea
2: so cause, far. because <laughs> the thing is, it's quite, uh, I, that was quite, I guess, controversial to people because there's going to be people being like, they won't agree with what we've just said. And then mm. with this one, I think this is quite a controversial. Uh, this is definitely a tiptoey kind of thing as well, but it's something that I've been thinking of a long time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and put it out there in as few words as possible.
0: You gotta break some eggs to make an omelette, buddy. Yeah. Just get
2: fucking fired in. Okay, so people aren't aware of Abaniship as a brand over the last couple of years. Um, I've been quite transparent about my own mental health journey, and we've also been quite. Uh, actively sort of promoting awareness of mental health. Um, it's okay not to be okay. I'm not my anxiety, stuff like that. Um, and during that journey, in the last sort of four or five months, I've kind of got to a point where my thoughts on it have changed slightly. So my question is thus. With the awareness of mental health being at an all-time high and the echo chamber of social media being... Uh, problematic. Do you guys think that we're at a tipping point where social media has created uh, Oh, I don't know how to word this. I feel like I might need a bit of help from you, Dave, on uh, how to get around this last bit. Do you think that social media has created an environment that...
1: You mean like se- almost like self-diagnosing mental illness? Yeah,
2: so yeah, this got come, this come self-diagnosing, celebrating, and using it as a using it as a as, as a crutch and a and a way to hide, not hide from life, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and have to word this because we've kind of I've I know
1: it's it's kind of you kind of because you don't want to offend anyone, you don't want to seem like um, yeah. We'll
2: go into the offending thing anyway, like because I will offend someone by this. But basically, <laughs> have we got to a point where people are? Oh, like we've, we've allowed overthinking of mental well-being over self-diagnosis of mental well-being and people are no longer understanding what mental well-being is and people who are sad are now calling themselves depressed people who are anxious are now saying they've got anxiety have we got to a point where actually the social media awareness campaign of mental health has become a problem in itself and a negative thing rather mm-hmm. than the positive thing that it started
1: mm-hmm.
2: phew I got it I think that was it yeah that was right, good cool We'll keep all that in because it's, it's fun watching me kind of like...
1: No, and it's it's a difficult thing to sort of explain. Yeah.
2: So, yes. Yes. <laughs> Next question. Right. Yeah. That was easy. Be- because from my point of view, like we've, we've always talked about it, but I, and, and I went through, I went through, as I say, a very tippy toe edge of an iceberg, sort of mental wellbeing um, situation uh, where I was having sort of panic attacks. Um, quite a lot, and and I had to sort of. I, but then I went to seek help because I felt that I needed to seek help because I didn't feel like myself anymore. Mm. Um And I know it's not the same for everyone, but I feel that people are not people are just they're using it as a as a badge of honor, even without a diagnosis. So they can hide, or they can, or they can relish in it. And hey, it's I'm it's, not, di- it's difficult to work. I'm, cause I I'm, guess
1: I'm not sure about that part because right. that part seems like it could be sort of like.
2: Like I know everyone I don't can't know, go like help. It's,
1: Yeah, but it's more. It could be a bit like you know, just like, just like hustle and get over it. No, you know? that's that's. That, that's not what I'm saying, saying, yeah. not saying. I'm saying that's what you're saying, but to be like devil's advocate, that that could, it could come across like well, that.
0: This People is, are definitely guilty of fetishizing mental health problems right. completely. This, absolutely. absolutely. Like
2: the thing is, this is why I brought this problem this this to you because I'm I'm trying to get my head around my feelings of it myself totally. so I'm going to maybe like backtrack and sort of say things as we go through it no but no no I'm like, just going to challenge yeah. you on things no you should because it's, it's, it's good not cause that I'll... what
1: you're saying is wrong or right because yeah. you're right these see with the problems like this it is really complex and it's like also sometimes things are just two things or more you know what mm, I mean yeah. in a way it's like it, firstly, it's like the chicken or the egg. What came first? Are we, are, are we hearing more about mental health issues because of social media and because mm. of the, the rhetoric around it? Mm. Or is the rhetoric around it and the social media creating a lot of the social? It's, you know a, what I mean? it's a conversation I had, yeah. So it's kind of like, it's hard to know. And it's like, so it's, th- it's
2: in people's minds almost. So it's, it's.
1: I mean, I definitely think the kind of fetishization of, I meet a lot of people <laughs> that talk a lot about mental health issues. that And it's not that I would want to ever say to anyone, like, you do or do not have a mental health issue. But from my perspective is, it can be very difficult as someone that's dealt with stuff like this for a really long time, very privately. Mm -hmm. It can be very difficult for me to hear about someone's mental health issues Mm -hmm. when publicly they're living a, a presented life that I'm like... Okay, if you're that, if you're that fucking and this is really and a really un PC thing to say, but I'm like if you're that fucking anxious and if you're that fucking depressed, like you would not be all over social media, you would not be doing the fun things, you would be literally in your house like not able to speak to anyone. Mm-hmm. And it, and and that's not even fair of me to say, but but emotionally I can feel like that sometimes.
2: Yeah, but that's that's the thing cuz this is it's actually quite a similar thing to what we were talking about with the Rose McGowan question where it's kind of like there's so many different levels totally. of everything. And that's the problem. I'm trying not to take away from anyone's struggle because I am, I don't understand because I've not experienced it but I, I, I've heard and people have explained that they can feel so cripplingly depressed or anxious that they can't get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. I've luckily never had that. Mm-hmm. Like I've 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 been close to it, but I've never had I've never had but it where I Again,
1: what I've just done though by saying that is me being like a pure not like a turf, but almost like turning it into the pure Olympics of suffering. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Why is, you know, someone that has panic attacks, that's a that's a thing? Yeah. Why is what because maybe I've went through something worse than that, mm-hmm. but someone else I know's went through something worse again. Yeah. Why does that matter? I
2: know. Well, I think that's what I want to try and clear that up because the whole the whole thing is I'm not I'm not belittling anyone's struggle what I'm saying is that the mo like with the movement of awareness it's it's creating almost uh, it's 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 creating people it's, it's creating a sort of a thing where people are as you say fetishizing it or they're, they're, they're self-diagnosing and, it, and it's a dangerous thing that's happening
1: because I think that it's that thing where like see for example like my one of my big things is anxiety and like And it's funny because anxiety can be tested medically. Like, anxiety Mm. is due to a cortisol imbalance. And, like, I have a lot of other issues to do with that. Problem is, though, anxiety is an actual emotion. Mm. And we all feel anxious, justifiably. It's a really, you know, the fight or flight hormone keeps human beings safe. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. People may be... And, you know, a lot to do with our lives are so stressful. Social media makes us so stressed. Mm. A lot of this people misinterpret just natural anxiety in their life is a, a, a mental health issue mm-hmm. because they hear so much about it and mm-hmm. you're right I think perhaps people don't know that much about mental health mm-hmm. they've maybe never seen or spoken to a psychologist or a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and they don't know I mean, I had someone say to me the other day that they went to a doctor and their doctor actually used to specialise in that in, in mental health used to be in the mental health trade and he was actually said to her like, you don't have a mental health issue I don't think you do Mm-hmm. because she was just going through a hard time and that's well, the thing well, what that's, really part, that's what I was about to say times. when
2: you're in a when you're in a situation for a really long time that's that's bad and you're 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 anxious constantly then you can easily just be like well I've got anxiety because I've felt like this for 7 years because I've been in a job that destroys totally. my soul like destroys my soul every day and then you come out of it and you feel like oh I feel better because I'm out of that situation but then mm-hmm. that's the thing it's 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 all this it's just under. I feel like we're just trying to understand now that awareness is there and, we, and people are talking about it, which is great mm-hmm. it's now understanding what's a healthy way to talk about it what's a healthy way to 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 move forward with it rather than just let it just be out there and just mm-hmm. in this echo chamber where it just gets like bigger and a bigger and bigger thing so mm-hmm. what
1: do you think Dave
0: when I went to a counselor for the first time in my life I was 28. For the first time I'd ever spoken to anyone. And I didn't necessarily feel very different. I just felt more like myself. Mm. I just thought, "Huh, this is weird. I just feel like myself. And I hate everything. But for some reason I'm not able to handle that. So I went to speak about it. Just literally to have someone to speak to. And she was like, oh yeah, no, you're depressed. And I was like, well that can't be right. Because I've always felt like this my entire life. Never felt any different. And I was like, oh shit. No, i have been depressed since I was, like, 12, 13, maybe. And I was like, holy shit. And, like, in a way, even the diagnosis helped. But I'd lived around a lot of culture before then that talked about depression mm-hmm. and talked about, you know, suicide. And, you know, I liked a lot of bands when I was young and people killed themselves. And it was like, I'd always been completely aware of it, but I'd never related that experience to me because I hadn't known any different. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that exposure to the idea of mental health, because obviously a lot of what you're talking about is like bringing mental health to this wider audience. Mm. But if you're a dumb little goth like I was, or whatever, like you have all this access to it. Every time yeah. I read a band interview, they'd be talking about how they fucking cut themselves or whatever, and I had access to it, um, but it didn't resonate. Doesn't re- resonate with me weirdly. Mm. Um, I think, like you know, look, real talk. It's 2018. We live under late capitalism. We're squeezed not you. You're bourgeoisie. But everyone else is squeezed Thanks. more and more and more. And um, you know, we don't make enough money, our working weeks are getting longer, we don't have access Impending to nuclear war. Yeah, like our healthcare access is getting restricted. We are we're fucking bombarded daily from our phones and T V screens about like really negative propaganda about everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Life's getting harder and harder, we squeezed more and more and more. Um you know, to an extent that's not been seen since like the late Victorian era, mm. the industrial thing, but mm. back then people probably were depressed, but they all died when they were thirty in like a fucking thresher machine or something. So mm. you didn't really count it as much. But I think like this uptake in people, I'm going to say, I ident- like self-diagnosing and identifying, identifying as being mentally ill, mental yeah. Ill. because yeah. I think a lot of people are, you know, d- do self-diagnose, um, and I'm really torn on it because ultimately, there's a reason that more people are suffering from mental illness. Well, because life there, is fucking hard. Well, I
1: think the big issue there is that, obviously, there's the argument that a lot of mental health is actually, like, chemical imbalances and stuff, and yeah. not circumstantial. But... I think if you act- live
0: under a circumstance for long enough, though, that well, will affect the chemicals well,
1: but, in your head. Well, yeah. yeah. But, there's actually... This is another problem with a lot of these issues, is that there's very little research in a lot of these things. And a lot of... Which, there's a lot of couple of really good books came out about this recently but like a lot of the information that we have about these things like depression is a serotonin imbalance and stuff mm. is really old mm. really old mm-hmm. and there's a lot of research now to say that yeah okay we can actually see some of these imbalances um but at the same time we actually think a lot of these mental health issues are circumstantial mm-hmm. let's face it just like you were saying if you live in this intense pressured world Mm. for long enough of course there's going to be an effect of course human beings are infected by the environment Mm -hmm. and ultimately what we've actually done by creating like human beings aren't meant to live in huge cities they're meant to live in smaller groups you know by creating these huge cities with these high pressure jobs with with capitalism let's face it capitalism doesn't work doesn't Mm. work all it does is it makes people unhappy. It's
2: alienating. It, we live completely was alienated. It, lives. Uh, was it you guys that were talking about on the podcast? or Was it a different one where you can only recognize a hundred. You only sort of st- recognize a hundred faces. Like that was was that on Martin
0: talking about that? Was that Martin talking about? It? They did that. Martin's, research. Told, Martin's told me that before. I can't remember what it was on you the know what, me, You know what? You know
2: what? Me and Martin listen to the same podcast, so it might have been on a podcast <laughs> we they know, talked totally. about. Totally. Yeah. So they because they did like no, the, they, the they head
0: did... professor with Doctor John. Yeah, brain yeah. surgeon. They did. They did. A he f- loves podcasts like that, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts called things like Cube, yeah, with Albert P. Finkeldorf. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, he says psychoanalytic <laughs> cat professor.
2: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he sends me screenshots and stuff all the time. I'm right, like, I love he's it. fucking sitting like um, in
0: fucking alpha brain or whatever yeah. it is. Joe Rogan's well, on this week.
2: I'm going to decide it was Mara that told me then. So Marla was telling, telling me about uh, that research that in New York, and like you're just you're not even taking faces in. Mm and like that's such a weird thing but it's kind of going going in
1: again what we were talking about with the house and the the kids and everything it's like ultimately that's what's so fucking dumb it's like animals in a zoo you know how they say oh like the monkeys are depressed in a zoo which of course they fucking are because it's shit but I'm like yeah Plot twist: We've created a zoo. We all fucking live in
2: it. Whoa! Whoa. Oh. Social media is a zoo. <laughs> 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 well, but even social We're media. What's so funny
1: about? Like, social media makes us depressed, right? Because ultimately, what social media does. is, yeah. right? But social media is like a society or a, a culture, right? Yeah. They've, but created, they've created
2: FOMO because right, of social media. But
1: social, uh, any society or like culture needs certain things in order to survive. Like needs it needs sort of rules, it needs all these kind of things to just not it be to not have it be chaos yeah. but social media doesn't fucking have that by you know because of the, the and it's that's why it is so fucking stressful because it's fucking chaos social media
0: is literally just like a thing you look at that's like look how much fun everyone else is having look at all the great things everyone else has and look how no they have no problems and this, like this FOMO, i could be yeah. sitting yeah. having violent diarrhea looking at my phone and I'm like i my tummy hurts and i'm having diarrhea but i'm looking at this person and they're on a yacht now, that could be the first time they've ever been on a yacht before. And like, it's funny They could get, you know, punched on this yacht, but I only see this thing where they're, like, on the yacht having a great time. Yeah, they could be seasick on but that it yacht. just makes it, like, it's, again, it's completely alienating. But
1: it's so funny because part of you wants to say, like, just don't look at that or whatever. And I'm quite strict about my social media, like... Just because I know people doesn't mean I'll follow them on social media. Yeah, I,
2: I I hide a lot of people and stuff now. I've I've learned that like five years and ago. And it's not
1: not even because their life makes me jealous. It's just because a lot of the time I actually just don't want to see their dumb babies. Like yeah, like yeah. legitimately, it's that shitty. But sometimes and I want to try and be like that doesn't affect you. but then I'll be maybe feeling a bit shit one day and then I see something and then it does it does affect you. And like even so even when you try and avoid it, it does get to you. Mm-hmm. And it and it's difficult.
0: But I think, see, see, on the whole, with this mental illness thing, look, I do think that, you know, like like I said before, people do fetishize mental illness. Mm -hmm. And the way that we talk about mental illness now, one thing that really bothers me about it is that it's very performative the way we talk about mental illness. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, I am an ally, I am standing up, I am aware of this. Well, what does that fucking mean?
2: Because Mm -hmm.
0: let's be honest the fucking waiting times to see a counsellor aren't getting any shorter, they're just getting longer. Everyone is medicated, which is, you know, I, I'm going to put my hands up as maybe a bit controversial. Medication is good. I love medication. But there does also need to be like an end point to that as well. Like we're where people in the UK in particular are just diagnosed within a 10-minute appointment by a GP who has no mental health training Completely. and they're given whatever fucking antidepressant or SSI or whatever, SSRI? Selective serotonin, serotonin re- and G- take-up. Yeah. whatever that guy yeah. is, the drug man. I just I wanted to sound intelligent, now it sounds <laughs> stupid. But they're just given whatever tablet. They fucking spin their finger, point the finger at the book, and go, "You are getting Prozac, fantastic." Completely. And that's the end goal of it for a lot of people. And now these people could just be because the thing is, like, the world sucks so much now. Like, you could be so sad from your just existence that it could even feel worse than someone's depression. Like, I am depressed. I have depression, I have had it my entire life, but there are days where I am aware that my depression I don't want to get out of bed, but I still think that someone has having a sad time because the puppy died is gonna have it much harder than me that day. So it, it stands to reason that people may be self-diagnosing when they don't have a mental health issue, and it also stands to reason that people might have a mental health issue and, not and be it. not diagnosing themselves because mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, of course I'm yeah. sad. My life is fucking dog shit."
2: Mm. Yeah, are you right? Like, the, I, knew, I knew coming into this, like, bringing this question in, it was it's not it's not a it's it's not just a easy no. Thing. It's
0: not. It's it's one, one part I do think about it is like I do think that the way we address things. Um, the way that people talk about it and um, the kind of liberalisation of the mental health discussion, totally. like it immediately has become this kind of bougie uh, fucking commodified like, right, entity so. that, that, that really you know isn't going to... It's fashionable. Yeah, it's fashionable. And totally. you know what the
2: problem is? I actually kind of feel like I'm taking myself away from the debate with abandoned ship more than that. Like I I I did it a lot with the brand because I was going for my own journey mm. and I, and it was a real thing for me doing it. Yeah. And now looking back on hindsight, I'm going, you know what, I actually feel a little bit mm. dirty about it because I don't like want it. to I don't want to monetize yeah. uh something like that. So I'm the only thing I'm really kinda of continue to push with the brand is the not everything sucks movement because I think that's really important. As a, as a sort of, yeah. as an expression. But the thing is, I'm and not, a, I'm not no. saying that as a way no, to... No, I know, I'm, but I'm, I'm
0: criticising you. What I, actually, no, I'm criticising myself. I think, myself. I think yeah. it's good. Right. I think it's good. Because here's the thing, right? We can't be fucking doing purity politics over this, and we can't mm-hmm. be like perfectionist fallacy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe anyway, Maybe a way that a lot of these places are discussing mental health, and maybe the spaces in which they're doing so are not perfect. But if they have helped someone like me, Mm. who couldn't relate to what I was going through or couldn't relate to the fact that it was this and I just thought that I was a miserable person and that I just thought that I was lazy and I would stay mm. in bed for four days at a time. Mm. Like, if it reaches someone, it's good. Mm. But what I just think it, it what it needs is a follow through. Like I spend a lot of yeah. time criticizing per- performative politics, performative social politics in particular, mm. where it's just people want to be seen to be an ally, but that's literally all they're willing to do. And I think that all the platforms that have been built up, yours included. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so much a case of like well then we did that wrong let's, let's be critical about it it's a case okay so we've created like we've got into people's heads how do we reach a bigger audience how do we affect the wider change how do we yeah. get people to support um, yeah. for example more NHS mental health counsellors or how do we get you know more information out there about medication more information there about symptoms how do we support people more yeah.
2: rather than less well, that, that's it. Like, I, I, I may maybe being overly critical because I'm thinking about it. And the reason I started it was because I I needed help understanding what I was going through. So I put, it the, the, started with a post just being like, I've been feeling like this. Mm-hmm. And then people came back and that helped. Mm-hmm. And then...
1: So you want to try and recreate that for other people. But then, and and then And then
2: I went I went back out and it helped. I went back out. It helped. So a lot of the earlier posts were me just going, I'm having a really hard day today or I've just had a really hard mm-hmm. week. This is, this is a little insight into what's going on and get that back so then I'd wanted us to give that support back and that's well, why Well and
1: I think even that's quite important though because sometimes there's so much like rhetoric about mental health mm. but it's like when I was having a really good time like I just did and it's like it's almost kind of it's quick past tense mm. and that can be really alienating mm-hmm. because sometimes hearing someone talk about like where they are now, you know what I mean them, them yeah. kind of better it can be quite alienating I, because I, you feel yeah. like mm. great well, I find I've it just really, not succeeded
2: and, I find it really hard to talk about my mental health unless I'm going through something or I've just been through something I find it really I find it quite like I, I find talking about it quite false when I'm talking about it unless I'm feeling it or it's mm. very fresh in my head because it feels like I'm being fake about it because it's like I don't I, as soon as it stopped like as soon as I've stopped like feeling sad hmm. like I can't I can't get back in that headspace again. Mm. It's really it's a, like it's a switch for me. Mm. I talked to I talked to Martin about this before as well, and I was like, I don't like talking about it unless do you think you it's almost fresh? when
1: you're not feeling so bad, you kind of disassociate from
2: it. I think I must do, yeah. Mm. But um, but, we've, I we've but I say with a ship. I got from, my disassociators. That's why <laughs> um, that's why we did it, and then we've we've grown and like. But what I'm saying now is with the with the direction of the brand is I'm still I'm still want to push the not I'm I'm not my anxiety because I think that's still a fairly important message of I think labeling is really it can be really empowering. But it's also very dangerous as well to like rely on a label to label yourself and then become that label, become that entity is, is can be negative. But also, as Dave said having a having having a having a name for it knowing the enemy mm. is really powerful too yeah
1: but yeah you need you must have that perspective of like yeah i am i i have this but the, that isn't just like yeah. that's just an element of someone mm-hmm. it doesn't that isn't them. exactly and, and that, that, that is a really important distinction that
2: that like the 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 i'm not my anxiety i i came up with it in a bar i wrote it on a bar wall because i came up with it while well, having a pee uh, <laughs> because it was um national mental well-being day mm-hmm. and I just it was two years ago and I just saw all these people post apologetic posts about their mental well-being mm. like it was so like apologizing for themselves and I'd gone through some stuff with people in work and outside of work where they were kind of treating me differently because I'd been open about it and it was just mm. a whole thing where I was like this isn't just this isn't all I am.
1: Oh, completely.
2: And it's and but what I'm then this kind of this is kind of helping me kind of get my point out. What's happening is people are allowing it to be everything they are, but mm-hmm. they're not seeking the correct diagnosis no, or the correct, correct help. Probably. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you you like. I'm not taking away from someone who feels that they can't get out of bed that day. I'm what I'm saying is people are are allowing themselves to as- make assumptions and and not. Actively seek to improve the situation, oh, which completely. I know. Yeah, which no, I no. know is hard in certain six because sometimes you don't want to improve. No, no, the situation but, by putting on clothes.
1: Yeah, but the real tea is this is the thing with many mental health journey, is, it, you go people go to doctors and they get pills and and this is what I always see when i anyone come and a lot of people have spoken to me about their mental health problems, mm-hmm. and. You know, of course, going to a doctor and even medication Mm -hmm. is good for a stage. Mm -hmm. But the real tea is, and this is what no one fucking tells you, the hard work is yours. Now, it's not that if you work hard, you're going to cure yourself. But just living a life with anything like this is hard work every day. Mm -hmm. Like I bang on to people about meditating and people are just like, stop talking about this. But I'm like, you need to take into your own hands your own mental health. Mm -hmm. And whether you're diagnosed with something or not, like, and it's like completely professional help is hugely, I'm a big fan of any sort of therapy, but medication is a temporary thing, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not talking about extreme mental health issues that that require medication full-time. I'm talking about things like antidepressants. That is not a long-term solution. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you are on and off them forever... These drugs are very strong drugs, you know? Like, you don't... Ultimately, you need to take it into your own hands. You need to change lifestyle. You need to just make your well-being... Really and we're
0: absolutely not saying if you're depressed go for a run because that is my number one oh, I, I hate like, that. I feel like we're being a little bit, we need to just spread a little bit of this conversation towards people that still to this day are like yeah just get this energy crystal and shove it up your pussy and oh, you'll be fine oh. like you people can fuck off like, oh, yeah, like, I,
1: uh, sorry I guess I just I don't even ignore I just yeah. can't deal with people like that. Yeah,
0: we're just I not bringing them that. up because we hate them so much we're not doing that in any way shape or form no, no, we, haven't,
2: we haven't even touched on them like, oh, no, a combination
0: no, no, yeah. of lifestyle changes uh, support from family and friends, actual therapy and medication. Oh no, I it's mean, a great combination. Like this is the thing.
1: With. See, yeah. now I'm talking no about meditating, right? I'm big, into, I'm big into meditating, right? And things like yoga, right? Meditating's probably been one of the mm. biggest things that's helped my mental health mm. ever. But uh, I am yeah. a certain age and I've been medicated for, for years. Mm-hmm. This has taken me years to, to, to get. So this, when people are like, just exercise, like mm. endorphins. You're like, fuck you, like that is that's the worst, most dismissive fucking bullshit. Yeah. Hey,
0: what's up, man? I was thinking but about killing myself. Mm. I just had but a
1: salad. ultimately, you're this this mental health. Even if you don't have a mental health problem, you're going to be in your body with your brain for your whole life. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you understand. Need to, you need to <laughs>
1: like not expect like you need to just start dealing with the shit because ultimately. Mm. You're gonna to have to. Yeah. You yeah. have
2: to. That's the thing I w- I would say for uh, anyone listening who's like, oh, meditating and stuff like that. Like, genuinely, I I didn't think I could meditate. Uh, I I got the Headspace app. Right. Right. Just because like when I was like really struggling, and you know what? All it is at the end of the day is just giving yourself five minutes yeah, to just stop much. and breathe. Like obviously pretty you much, go yeah. you go super far into it, but see, honestly, just having no ultimately five it is. five minutes. Of just not, and it's like it's hard to not think of anything, obviously. But like five minutes of you just your brain wondering and listening to some quiet music. Well, there's different like, types of meditation. There's a massive, yeah, yeah. I know, like, I know. Um, I'm yeah, scratching but even, the surface. Yeah, yeah. But
1: even like I don't like guided meditations. You know, like there's just like a quiet voice telling you stuff. But you know what? If you're not cool with just sitting by yourself, yeah, then listen to guided meditations. And yeah. there's lots of apps that do that. For yeah, that, Headspace
2: yeah. was the one that again Martin recommended for me. And it's like you, you go for, like you do like a five day or a ten day thing, mm. and like it just it just Just sneaks you in gradually, easier. Ultimately it is
1: it's just about being kind to yourself and giving yourself a break. Because I think that's the problem. Self-care. Well it is and self-care is so important because you just and even in terms of like even if perhaps like you'll always have depression, you'll always have anxiety, you'll always carry these things with you. But you can also it doesn't have to be Well, there is an element of lack of control, but that will always be out of your control. You're never going to get that control, but you can also do something as well. You know what I mean? This Mm -hmm. is like it's a a multi-layered approach to dealing with these things. Yeah,
2: you have to, yeah. I would would say as well, because there'll be loads of people probably screaming at their small phone device while they're driving. This is our views from a very small keyhole through the door. This is completely correct. If you think anything different to this, you're an idiot. (laughs) drag your car
0: off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. And
1: obviously we're talking about mental health issues like the you know that aren't things like schizophrenia or like yeah exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You
2: know, we're
0: talking about you know
2: we're not we're not taking we're not taking anything away from anyone. We're we're having yeah. a conversation like a a sort of dialogue from people who have experienced very different experiences with it all. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard and because to,
1: people are ultimately in pain and that's the thing. People are in pain and they're struggling and I think that's the thing when you're talking about something people jump on the first thing that they hear about, and I think that's why the labels can become hard. But then, at the same time, it's like labels are also freeing yeah. because to to be given a label that that tells you, oh, you're just not this miserable guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can be like such a great thing, and that's why it's such a complex issue. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I mean we're uh, we're no closer to kind of getting to uh, getting to because it's so no. multifaceted. But so, so
0: like... I no, honestly, I actually do. I think you know, I personally believe that yeah, there is a lot of fetishization and there's a lot of bad self diagnosis out there, but if 10, for every 10 people that self-diagnose and start being like, oh my god, I'm like so depressed. Or like, oh because my OCD. TVs, yeah, like, like if, it, if one fucking act person who didn't have the, have the I'm not going to say courage because it's not like you're being a coward, but just wasn't able to, to have a diagnosis mm-hmm. or to recognise something in themselves like me, if they managed to do it because of a campaign like you ran or any of the other fucking Bullshit, white people problem, fucking uh, mental health campaigns that are running just now. Good, that's good. And it just, I think it's not a case of breaking it down and starting again. It's a case of taking the foundation that you've got, building on it, to to look at how you can genuinely create an infrastructure. Um, that will help people with medical health problems outside of your sort of millennial social media bubble. That's totally. for me the way to do. It. Yeah, totally. no, you're,
2: no, you're right. And that, that's I think I think it was just voicing where my head was going with how I want to kind of handle how I handle it. Yeah. Uh, sort of out there. I just wanted to get out there and kind of like talk it through. So I kind of knew in my head I was kind of I wasn't wrong with how I was feeling with it because it is i say it's, it is a journey and it's a continue. like my views might change again or I might, I might decide on something different, but at the moment I think that I, I want to keep helping people and kind of keep a, a sort of a dialogue going. I think a dialogue is really important, yeah. but I want to kind of structure it in a way that isn't making it like, isn't sort of fetishizing it or mm. like, or adding to a, adding to a prompt But as you say, it's difficult because if I can, if, or if anyone can help one person, uh, like, then it's, it's surely worth keeping Complete, doing it. 100%. Uh, 100% and like, definitely. I'm not, I like, I love what we've, what I've been able to do with it. And like, it's, it's made me a better person just ha- going through that and then going through it quite transparently yes. on social media because it's made me like, as I say, we were talking about empathy. It's made me fucking get empathy for the first time in my mm-hmm. fucking 31 years. And I think that's really important, but it's just, it's just understanding that, um, yeah, just, yeah, just don't, just don't, just, yeah, just, just, uh, Oh, he's, father, gonna it. It. he's oh, going to get there oh, going to get lost it, it. No, I've lost oh, it it's such a I know. Oh, oh, speech, oh, so you lose oh, the aim oh, he, that oh, was the climax it's honestly like everything in my life it just ends with a sad little sad little splutter yeah <laughs> oh, sad little wow sp- wow. Wow. Oh, wow I'm kind of hoping the last question's fun because I've not actually been able to make any like horrible horrible jokes because we've been talking about really serious stuff and I was well, kinda, and I was kind of hoping we. I was kind of hoping I was just going to come and have fun times but this has been really it's been really good but really heavy it
1: has been heavy
0: Right. Shall we put the mental health to bed and get on to the I think so, because I think,
2: I think it's one of those ones that we could go around... Like, Talking about it forever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay.
1: But if you are struggling with any mental health problems and you do need help, we will post some links for some sites. Yeah,
2: and if you guys want to continue the conversation with any of us, then uh, totally. chat to us on Twitter. Mine is Abandon Ship App. So that's just APP on the end of a man and ship. And these guys' Twitter again is. You OK Hun Podcast.
0: That's U for Unicorn, O for Oklahoma, K for Ketamine, H for Horrible, U for Umbrella, and N
2: for nope. November. Oh, that was weird. That was a weird. I couldn't think of a word for November. I said nope. I like nope. Yeah, in for nope. Yeah. Yeah, so if you got like... If, podcast. If, if you guys are feeling... Uh, I forgot it, to say podcast at the end of it. The word podcast as well. I'm going to have to...
0: I'm going to... Do you know what? See for next next week, I'm going to write a fucking script for, that has... All the Twitter links. Yeah, you know, I can't I believe ask.
1: you're doing this off the top of your head. I don't even remember my own Twitter. See, when you mm. were saying you I was like, I don't even remember my Twitter.
2: Yeah. I don't remember how old I am. No. No, I, don't. I. don't remember what I had for like, breakfast. do you even really know who you people if, are, if you, you guys guys want to, <laughs> if you guys want to like directly like speak to these guys, well, just go to that Twitter, and they're probably like the only two. No, this so like, has that been <laughs> this has been more intense than I expected
0: it to. But I hope. It's also demonstrated that we've got some chops for being very serious about things.
1: Yeah, because sometimes we worry that sometimes people don't put problems because they.
2: Because we're like, hey, I check this loser." Yeah, last last week last week's was pretty. Just like you, just like destroyed well, every also, problem. Even, <laughs> I loved it. Even <laughs> You're... Rose McGowan
1: though, because that's very complex. It's not as black. Yes. Like sometimes we 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 focused on like like monsters. Yeah, exactly. And it's very clear. It's cut very clear. A lot. Just yeah, that people... <laughs> our concept
0: a... is stupid. <laughs> Um,
1: right. this better be Last good problem.
0: Oh, well, oh, it better be good because you've fucking ruined it with your blowharding, right? Okay. <laughs>
2: cool. No pressure, Dave. This needs to be right, the, the, the sorbet of the listen, podcast. This
0: is probably now. This is. I just want to say before I read this out. God. This is a genuine problem from a problem page.
1: Right. Okay. I, a, I a I real
0: person that. asked this question. So they, they all are. They are. You fight. You but fight. when you hear this, you'll be like, "Ah, are, so so this is the problem, you,
1: right?" So they all are but he, th- he already said to me that when you hear this, you will think that this is is yeah. fake.
0: I am not fucking
2: pulling your pisser here. This is genuinely yeah, a problem. Yeah, because like, I, I assume, because obviously like the, the, yeah, mum, the mum, like the mum love, the love one mum, and yeah. yeah, we didn't yeah. make that up. No, By the no. way, guys, if you want to yeah, listen to a podcast about mum love, that's last week's podcast, so you should listen, listen to that one, because it's funny. Well, for all the mother lovers out there, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Dirty <clears throat> Dirty mother lovers.
0: My boyfriend is the biggest chatterbox I've ever met. And what makes it worse is that on the rare occasions I do manage to get a word in edgeways, he stares at me vacantly, so it's clear he's not listening to a word I say. Pretty standard so far.
1: Okay.
0: I want to dump him, but there's a weird reason I haven't. He's got a third nipple in the centre of his ribcage. And when he takes his t-shirt off, his torso resembles... A very kind looking face. It's though his regular nipples look like eyes, his additional nipple a little nose and his belly button a cute surprise little mouth. Anyway, I've taken to calling this chest man Christopher and when my boyfriend is sleeping I have long one-sided conversations with him about my feelings and what's happened during my day. Christopher's a great listener. And though he never responds, it's clear he oozes compassion and sympathy. I've even started to develop strong sexual feelings for Chris, and taken to kissing his mouth slash belly button when my boyfriend is snoring heavily. I realised things had gotten out of hand when I became frantic one morning last week after spotting some belly button fluff in my boyfriend's navel. Take it out! I screamed. Christopher's choking. What should
2: I do? Oh, put yourself down. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's not just, where I was going. I mean, really,
1: like, re- really, 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 did not see that going that way. I,
2: I genuinely, when you started, uh, like, the use of the word charbox as, like, this is an inanimate object. She's, she's going out with, like, a letterbox or something. That's Oh, that's where you went. Right. I, I, was, I, was, I was just
1: was... like, man, yeah, this is kind of boring. Why is he yeah, picking this yeah, one? Yeah.
2: That's right. Caught you, though, didn't I? Caught you with the curveball. So... She's fallen in love with her boyfriend's torso. Yep.
1: So, yep. I mean, part of me, you know, I'm like, because I love weird stuff, so part of me is like completely here for her. And I'm like, yeah, you be in love with that third nipple face thing. Christopher, he's got Christopher. a name.
0: He has a name.
1: I love how Christopher is the name she chose. I like
0: how she started off calling him Christopher, but then by the end of it, she's like, yeah, Chris. Yeah, because they're close. <laughs> yeah, because
2: they, really, they really hit it off. Really got to- <laughs> yeah, he, prefer- he's, he prefers Chris. She, she didn't say that he answers back. He doesn't... He doesn't, uh, doesn't, he doesn't, talk he doesn't respond. Right, so she's not got to the, the full point where... Like, right, she's, well, let's oh, no, no, face she's it. not crazy. She just likes her boyfriend's torso face. Right,
1: you're saying that she's not crazy, but, like, let's she's, wait. Like, she's whispering into happened. a belly button well, in the I, middle of the night. No, let's face it. What's really happened is <laughs> she's killed real boyfriends, And she just now has only
0: the torso. You are so judgmental. Who amongst us has not (laughs) anthropomorphised part of our fucking partner's body and spoken to it secretly in the night (laughs) while they were
2: sleeping? I talk to your butt all the time. Right. I I could maybe understand it more if she was, like, whispering to his penis at night. Hey, buddy. Yeah, like, in my head, like, that's kind of like... Oh, hey dude, of course you would say
1: that. Typical man. Antical man. Making importance of his penis. Well, like, he hasn't got oh, a vagina to whisper to. Well, why? Would, that, would it be better? Why, wait, why are we whispering to genitals? I'm
2: I mean, just saying, I'm just oh, saying. this is
1: what Rich is into. I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> the, the, the dick whisperer. The, the penis whisperer. Yeah, dick whisperer. Um, oh, that'd be a good name for me if I was like, like a highway robber. Dick whisperer. Dick, dick whisperer. <laughs>
0: Stand on <under> the lever.
2: <laughs> uh, um, I mean, that's my new Twitter handle.
1: I mean... I mean, I don't know.
0: I don't know why. I'm not sure to- what she wants to hear. Let's be honest, because <coughs> no one's gonna say, "Yeah, it's
2: cool." Just keep it up.
1: Well, also, like, I just don't even know what to it's say a weird, about
2: this. It's a weird freeway where she's really unhappy in her relationship, clearly Ooh. because she's never. She's not speaking to her well, yeah, boyfriend. So, but
1: then she's speaking to the.
2: So she's so lonely because her boyfriend's such a dick that she's whispering to his pillow. Yeah, mean, she gets rid of him. How is she going to keep in touch? because right, this is the
1: thing, right? Well, she clearly has some sort of weird affection towards Chris, right? Yeah. But then it's because I'm saying Chris because we're close too. So like she has this <laughs> connection to Chris, right? But then I'm like, you know, for as much as I'm sure the connection with Chris is great, don't want to judge, but surely like a real boyfriend who actually listens and talks back to you and like you can actually have, surely that would be better, like. Rather than make and do.
0: Like, what, do they live on an island with, like, three people? Like, surely you could do better. I mean, here's the problem for me, right? Christopher is inanimate because he is a chest. (laughs) Now, obviously he's attached to a boyfriend who sounds like a total cunt, to be honest. He doesn't look a dickhead. Oh, he does. He does he, what, he glazes over oh, when she talks? Oh, that is... I mean, that yeah, is... See, as someone Selfish. who talks
1: about a lot of ridiculous, weird stuff, yeah. I am used to that glazed over look that people have. Yeah. And see, when I talk about things like other kinds or whatever, get, people yeah. have that glaze. Look, it is offensive. That's to why get, I call
0: your, to to your butthole point. Norma and speak to it every night. <laughs> to get to the point Norma!
1: Where... Let's not put that out there. <laughs> delete this from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not... Right, firstly, my butthole could not be called Norma. I am fine with you giving it a name, but not Norma. Fucking hell. I mean, just, I, I've never wanted to so up offended. with you more. <laughs> I was like so offended, Norma. Right,
0: but Christopher, right? Here's here's the thing for me. Like, listen, me and Norma can sort this out later on. It has, it, consult, has right? it has <laughs> to, be It has to be bad relationship
2: for her to be talking to a torso yeah, all night. But here's the Also, thing,
1: she's no, like, Shh.
0: oh, he's asleep. Oh, Christopher, I can't. I took ages. He doesn't honestly. talk back to her. Just draw a face on a pillow. Oh, like right. literally, he's made of four dots. It's, right.
2: So this is this was my response of what she can do. I've worked this out in my head while we've been making jokes about our poor poor situation. Get a hot water bottle, a pillow, and an alarm clock. A clock. Put the hot water bottle... This
1: is really specific. He's thought
2: about this before. And a clock. It has to be a ticking clock... Right, but all the
1: years you've known Rich, did you ever talk about any girlfriend that you didn't meet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because
2: it was it was surprise. <laughs> right. with the hot water bottle. Draw the fake, draw the fake, Race, The hot water so bottle. Mm-hmm. So she's still she's got the warm. warm, yeah, got water it. Warm the, the clock feels like a Beaten heartbeat. that's right. what we did with the dogs when we got right, them to make yeah. them feel. Yeah, because they like. But cozy. the hot
1: water bottle was a really weird touch. You've thought about you've done this before. This is that putting it out. Yeah, and, and
2: then you put a little hole in the bomb. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. you can fill it
2: with mince, yeah. jam. I was going to say jam. I don't know why. I've clearly never had sex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, was, I
0: had the best sex of the night. Wow. I'm just slamming so normal. And her man is coming off great.
2: And jam pillows, jam cum pillows. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Her, our, our, I was going to say vagina was, was like a fruit compote. <laughs> It was like a. It was like one of those individual uh, jelly pots.
1: Oh my god! This is my
0: girlfriend. Her name's Bethany. Not- I call her
2: marmalade puss because <laughs> a puss, puss feels so much like marmalades. Uh, I was going to say draw a face on the pillow and boom, you've got you've got at least like a yeah. a, a stopgap before you actually get like a real a real I mean, life person. Yeah, you, yeah. You
1: could, yeah you could it's do. just. I don't know I love I, I mean I love the idea that she's like fully like what
0: or just look for like a niche dating website for men that, whose eyes look like nipples <laughs> and mouths look like belly buttons and just get one of
2: them she, she says she's kissed the belly button right so no, no, no! He was choking. He no, was choking. no, she
1: said. <laughs> for, no, no, she said. She or she wants she? to kiss her uh, she's kissed it. Oh, she's she's, she's getting... fully
2: tongued that fucking belly button.
1: Ooh.
2: Like that's why she's on belly button. Oh yeah, it. no, sorry. Yeah, she's taking the kissing his mouth slash belly
0: button while his boyfriend is or boyfriend She's. Her she's. A of... Imagine
1: he's just waking up to that and just being. Imagine he's just not yeah. asleep. There's definitely one night he's not actually asleep and he's just listening to her talk to that. And she's all like, "Christopher, I mean, I feel like oh god, we just talked about mental health and we were really kind of trying to be really serious about it. But then I just feel like." maybe you should perhaps seek out yeah. some sort of professional help can I just that say it as well, it's the given the name it's the name
0: yeah the name is a bit weird now from, from that's not tilt. the weird part <laughs> the whole thing's the weird part but I feel like the name's really <laughs> like, solidified yeah. his, his slightly end, his different tilt right um, if I was just like you know woke up in the morning walking about getting a cup of coffee scratching my tummy and you like dove across the room to grab a bit of lint out my belly button and said Frederick's choking
2: <laughs> I'd have questions
0: yeah, like,
2: what's this guy's right, deal? Right, he's asleep and he's not worrying, wondering why his his girlfriend is halfway down the bed, yeah, I'm assuming, because well, yeah, she's at eye level. Eye I level, I level yeah. <laughs> so too. we've all got the same mental yeah, image in our, yeah. in our head. So she's, yeah. she's down the end of the bed, so either... Like, she's, and she's like twirling
1: over and She's, and like, she's, re- yeah, she's yeah, revealed
2: the his belly button or she's under the covers, full yeah. under the yeah, covers. Right. See if Amanda slept full under the covers halfway down the bed, or I woke up and she was down there, or the covers were taken off me, I would have questions at that point. I'd, I'd be raging I, straight the comments imagine, off me. Could you imagine how disappointed you'd be because you think you're getting a blowjob, at first, right, but and then just the like she and you just go to in your belly button and you're like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this is the thing, though. You're right because it, it like everyone sort of wakes up slightly when they're sleeping. So like, surely there's points he's waking up feeling cold.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think we've I hearing think,
1: someone talking. I think
2: we've got to accept the fact that the actual boyfriend is dead, right? Yeah, like he's he's one hundred percent a corpse.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's that's where I went. He's
2: chatty. And, oh,
1: everyone thought I was inappropriate for going there straight away, <laughs> but she's definitely like, look, like freeze, like like got some like liquid nitrogen, like froze that part,
2: or like she's cut the arms and legs off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. she cut it off. And just, like, yeah, no, she's him. fully cut it off. It's like that movie with uh, what's his name, the guy that plays Deadpool, where he's got the heads in the fridge. Oh. oh, and the heads are talking to him. She's like he's so chatty because he's she's just got his head yeah, in the fridge and that, she, op- she opens the fridge and he's just started chatting to her. And she has to close the fridge because she can't get. Yeah, her head out. or like
1: everyone's. <laughs> I watched in a drama once in a Korean drama. There was a body in the cupboard, so this old lady just pre- pretended she was crazy and like collected mm-hmm. all the garbage. So everyone was like, "Oh, it smells like garbage," but in reality, it was because there was a dead body. She's just mm-hmm. filling her household to random shit. People are like, "Oh, it smells weird." Yeah. And it's all the garbage. But it's actually just a dead body smell.
0: Uh, And then she
1: just sits like propped on the couch or she's just got like sheets over this in his body and she's just like, Christopher, I had a really bad day at work.
2: Yeah, she's playing Monopoly with the foot because the foot's really good at playing Monopoly. But Mm -hmm. it's just a frozen cut off foot. She's got a whole... I guess like you could just have like a whole family of like boyfriends if you just cut up one boyfriend. That means you've got more. It's just
1: the fact that she's connected with...
2: And a belly button, no, it, like oh, it, well, because
1: it's really reaching. We like, keep seeing the belly really button. Reaching.
2: We keep seeing the belly button, but it's the third nipple. That, it's
1: the third maybe, that makes. Maybe it.
2: the third nipple is sentient. Oh, that died to death, didn't
1: that die to death. Oh, oh, died to death. Oh, oh, no. No, no, oh, no. No. no, I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> but I'm just gonna go. Oh, no, no, but like maybe. the fact that she's connected with that is so odd.
0: It's a, it's a leap. It's a, yeah. a bit
1: like a really big one. Yeah.
0: No, I think I want to break from tradition, and I actually want to let you know how the actual agony ant responded. Oh to yeah. It.
1: Oh okay. Okay. I mean, we're just breaking all traditions today. Oh yeah. Fuck it. I why feel, I not? Feel, yeah, I, do it. I
2: feel like our responses get out of that relationship and seek help.
1: I mean, seek help is just really like
2: the strong one. Well, oh, this. for the luggage. boyfriend though. The boyfriend
0: used to get their relationship. I like too. how you put that really yeah. gently because the lady that responded to it was not pulling her punches. Right. Okay. Great. Hmm. I'd love to say it happens all the time, Karen, did she but write that hmm. would be a lie. <laughs> did, she, did she write, hmm? Yes. Amazing. <laughs> you are a strange, troubled woman, and though I'd normally suggest a straitjacket for the deeply disturbed, controversial, Ooh, God. Uh, her words, not ours, <laughs> in your case, i worry woke. about your developing an inappropriate relationship with the buttons used to keep you constrained. Harsh.
1: Really harsh.
0: Best to put up with your motormouth boyfriend if it means you can indulge your oddball fetish. Just promise you won't start introducing Christy to your friends. This is why you should come to us with your problems. I mean, imagine yeah, you right? put you, you, you are about fucking, you are up at night speaking to She's a fucking third nipple, right? Up at night speaking to a fucking third nipple, falling in love with your boyfriend's fucking belly button face. And this woman here is just like, you're weird, ew. You're in a terrible agony Right,
1: act. I know, that's the thing. We worry about us giving inappropriate advice. Jesus Dear, Christ, this that woman from, got paid to do that. This
0: is from Dear Dolly in the Metro Herald in Ireland. Well, Dolly. Right, uh, Dolly,
1: we're, f- we're coming, coming for you. We're coming for you, bit.
0: bitch. we are coming for the crown. Oh the my boss. God, that's I mean, bad. Right. bad. I mean, right. advice, Dolly. part of
1: it is, right, I'm going to be, I'm going to put myself in her shoes. Okay. What was it? No, we didn't get the girl's name. Karen. Karen. I'm going to put myself in Karen's shoes. Okay, so I'm obviously feeling a lacking of connection and of love and support from my partner. Yes. So let's face it, it can be scary to just leave someone. Mm. And then I've... Okay, I might have some mental health issues that has made me connect too much and really reach Mm. to a weird part of my partner's body, which is quite hard to understand. But, you know... She has this weird longing and this connection that, unlike anything, right? Remove the fact that it's, you know, her boyfriend's torso, third nipple, belly button and such. She has a connection to this thing and she feels sad to give it up. But ultimately, I think she needs to think what, you know, if there's, some, if there's so much lacking from my life that I have connected to this... Mm-hmm. It's problematic. So um, I
0: think, right? <laughs> let, let me just let me just rebut you a little bit there. I think to get together with someone that makes you really unhappy is very strange. Like, well, you maybe know, she didn't
1: make him unhappy at first. Like, maybe, no, maybe you
0: would maybe, know from day one if someone like literally just spoke at you and ignored you. You would know about it from day one. Now I don't know. You've
1: been together with me a long time, and I just do that.
0: Yeah, but it didn't bother me, did it? <laughs> right. So anyway you got together with someone who you were not compatible with. But instead of leaving... To me, it seems like she's too afraid to be alone. Instead of leaving someone who's clearly toxic, very bad for her... Instead, she's found this reason to stay oh, by anthropomorphising uh, part of his body. Yeah, she's trying to reason to stay. She's so, yeah. so terrified of being alone mm. that she's made a human out of, once again, three nipples
2: and a belly button.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. She's,
2: made, yeah, she's, made, she's, made, she's making the best out of a bad situation yeah, and, ins- she's given ins- herself a, of, and she's given herself an yeah. allowance. It's basically giving herself a small allowance that's yeah. just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. We need to talk about the fact that she's made an entire new entity, right, Chris? Yeah, and Chris. they're in a relationship. So she's cheating on her boyfriend with his torso. Yes. That's not even... So she's... Well, that is true. She's actually being unfaithful to her boyfriend. Oh, by... you know
1: she... That is true. Yeah. Yeah. That Karen, is
2: Karen, I think you're going to have to cut it off with of Chris. It's one of the one other. do say boyfriend? that.
1: Cut it off. What word use. She's going to cut his head off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she's no. going to have, have to pick He's, her man. Uh,
1: right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah.
2: You know, but what if he gets... Don't the... tell
1: her to choose. She can't choose. It's one... You can't have any. What if
0: he gets that <laughs> fucking third nipple removed and she loses Chris's Oh my face? god.
2: Like she, yeah, oh, that'd be Sounds like she'd kill him it. if he went. She needs to get ahead of the
0: game here. She needs to get ahead of the game. Break it off. It's time to move on. It's okay to be alone like for when a little while. When
2: you're cheating on your partner with their own torso, I you mean, know I'm now, not I'm just
1: leaning more idea. towards the 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 pillow with the hot water bottle situation. Yeah, yeah. Or, and the jam. Yeah, not the jam. jam. Not the jam. <laughs> or, let's face it. She could just get like one of those sex dolls.
2: Oh, yeah, no, they aren't... I like how you trailed off and just got quiet when before you said the word sex dolls.
1: Well, no, because I was trying to think, is there a specific name for the m- will know. male ones?
2: They will know the name oh, of all the They're just the same, they're just called sex dolls. No, because... No, the, what's the Japanese fuck pillows called? Oh, she oh, could get a fuck waifu pillow. Pillows. Waifu pillows.
1: pillows, yeah, waifu. she could do that. I mean, let's face it, maybe there is something... Maybe this is actually part of like a... A blooming sexual preference that mm, she maybe be. actually likes mm. more torsos. I guess. Hey, why didn't she get one of those CPR? You know the a CPR dummy. Yes. Did you get that? And draw just, a face just on it. Just draw a little nipple on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just a face. She just a need, smiley she face. She doesn't
2: need a face. She's made a face out of. Well, not the dog, much of a the doll. The doll. The
1: thing won't have. Yeah. She. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You can even just, give
2: it a proper nose as if you want. Do you think Chris would exist without the nipple?
1: Someone could, have, I mean, in the nose, I guess.
2: Mm, hard to say. Like,
1: do you think that ever she just makes a talk with the belly button?
2: Well, 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 we've, already, we've already, I love you, Karen. Yes, we've already accepted really? that she's definitely putting her tongue inside his belly button, so she must probably, she probably is.
1: I mean, gross.
2: Ah, uh,
1: no and, judgment to people that have belly button fetishists. Yeah, fetishes, that's, yeah.
2: Oh no, that just made my like just the idea of something a tongue in my belly button just made me freak out a No, oh, no,
0: it's kind of like a fucking really horrible wet willy. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. you
1: actually have a weird thing about you, you hate people. I do. Belly and I
2: imagine you fucking stuck your tongue in my belly button while I was sleeping. I'd probably kick you in the face. <laughs> well, at least we know he's got any non-outie. An because if he had an outie, then it would be a little weird mouth. Well, maybe
1: oh, like like a little tongue sticking like out,
0: <laughs>
2: like a little pug.
1: <laughs> but like. Yeah, do you think she does, like, talk with it? Like, with her fingers, like, squeezing it together? Like... I think she I does. Think, I think
0: she does. I mean, come on, you might as well. In for a penny, in for a pound here, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like, it, I feel like she's, maybe... she's making allowances, so...
1: Should we do some research after this to make sure that there's no bodies being found?
0: Does, way, does it doesn't
1: say does where it, she is? is. she like, Karen and, you know, wherever? Well,
0: she does say he never responds. But, I mean, it's the natural progression, let's be honest.
1: Like, is there yeah. any body parts found? Like, head and limbs Google. found? No, no word as to where the torso is. Yeah, Google yeah.
2: Karen Torso Killer Ireland. <laughs> let's do it now. <laughs> totally. Karen Torso Killer Ireland.
1: Totally, though. Yeah. Like, oh, no.
0: So, what's our, what's our, what's a closing advice to Karen? Because we're going to have to wrap up this Karen, it's just, I think we need
1: to seek help as to why you're reaching and forming relationships with, you know.
2: I think she needs to pick a man. <laughs> what, what
1: if she picks Chris?
0: Well, yeah, she can't pick Chris. Although,
1: with- <laughs> no, You know, he, the divorce rate is very high. Maybe she'd live a happy, maybe they'd have a happy relationship. Yeah. He just gets to talk all the time. Maybe that works for them and she just gets to talk to Chris.
2: Yeah. Well, that was the, that. was the agony uh, answer. Oh my God. The first thing that came up on Google
0: was Karen Walsh, entrepreneur, socialite, mother, murderer. <gasps> but the word torso was missing from the search. Oh, it's not her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gutted. Oh, well. That
1: would have been iconic. Could still be her though.
0: Could be. Uh, my, my advice to Karen is it's 2018 girl. Dump him, sis it's okay to be out on your own there you need to practice some self care and you need to understand what you need from a man and that needs to be at the forefront of your wishes when you're dating again But so I
2: think you need to take some time in pandering I think you need take
1: Dave. some time right. He's just like saying dump him says too much he just likes saying that too
0: much oh, oh sorry that I'm such a good ally guys
2: <laughs> sorry sorry really that glad, I care too really much i glad that we got Dave's final thoughts on that I care that. too much you know it's fine <laughs> Dave's, Dave's doing that thing that Catholics do on their deathbed They're just, he's just apologising for the whole podcast in the last five minutes so people leave thinking that he's a good guy <laughs> right. hey, hey you know,
1: this Catholic, have you seen the house none of this Catholic hate <laughs> just of- I'm, I okay I grew up Catholic that's why we have loads of religious stuff I just like it I'm, I, I'm it. not practising any religion love you
0: JC <laughs> I'm, leaning, I'm leaning into it now I'm just getting, going along with the
2: whole Catholic thing that's fine okay. but it's, it's just basically just self-loathing isn't it well. That, I mean,
1: that's all yeah. I was left with. <laughs> just constant guilt and hate hate about I hate myself. That's really Yeah.
2: And that's, just
1: a real appreciation for Catholic religious art.
2: Oh yeah, that's fair.
1: So yeah, that's really all that happens. Yeah, so I mean, you know what? I think Karen should just go for it. Yeah. Just just kill him and keep the torso. Yeah,
0: fuck it. Should, why I, not, just you know,
1: should why not, I just do that? Should I just should I just really should that be my final advice? I, I think just, so. just
2: cut open the torso and climb inside him. Yeah, become one with Chris. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cut... C- kill your boyfriend. Or... Cut Chris his... Really wait, wait. Kill your boyfriend cut off his torso skin, put it on another man's face, like yes. a mask,
2: marry that man. Like, I, I, I listen to a lot of serial killer podcasts and, like, watch those programs, and it, it's, it's basically just, like, the allowances that they give themselves before they end up killing him. Like, it's like she's taking baby steps towards that first murder. Yeah,
1: she could be, like, the female Ed Gein. She could just, like, nail the skin yeah. off the torso on her wall and just right. talk to that. Yeah, He made a nipple belt.
2: So So. Where do I get one of these
1: nipple belts? (laughs) That's the end of the podcast.
2: Just just, yeah, just tip just tiptoed around loads of stuff and then at the end we just went, Ah, someone's probably a little bit mentally unstable. Ah, she's a murderer (laughs) It's because
1: I'm encouraging that for everyone. I mean people should know that about me. I encourage everyone to just be murderers because I always (laughs) say I'll finally definitely be able to write a book about it. That'll be my first book. So Rich, if you ever feel the urge to do some weird murderings, let me know. Hit me up. Keep me informed i wrote a book about it well I did, when, I, when? I did
2: I did say if anything happens to my dog then I will go on a murderous rampage so do it. don't do anything to my dog otherwise you won't be able to write the book because you'll be dead but just why would
1: I do anything time, to
2: your dog time exactly Pliant that sounds like language. a challenge <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that, now you've got it in your head now you have to murder his dog and get away with it <laughs>
1: honestly <laughs> God,
2: don't, that's, that's made me feel really sad wow. me
0: too. I don't know
2: I don't know how you guys wrap up I usually switch off by now yeah we call in the <laughs> podcast
0: and murdering the dog so that seems like a good <laughs> segue let's murder the dog guys <laughs> Thanks for listening. But yeah, we love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.